Tastes good. But they don't belong in the newsroom. This just in, scientists discovered that Canadian bacon is actually ordinary ham. This made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad news. Miserable bloody Romans, no sense of humor. With what Dr. Ashland just said, do you, do you concur? Don't talk to it, Mary. Don't encourage it. We're just like Kevin Bacon. The only thing that will redeem mankind is cooperation. I think we can all appreciate the relevance of that now. Welcome back to The Hollywood Thumb, a short-form movie news podcast brought to you by the parent podcast, It's Just Two Movies. Uh, my name is Daniel King, with me in the studio this evening. And I am Nadarb the Unpleasant. That's uh, right. Brandon Stewart. Right. Bit of a misnomer, though, because you actually are quite pleasant. Uh, so <laughs> let's get into the news. Uh, first off, Wakanda Forever dominates the box office opening weekend, pulling $180 million. That's $330 million global. Uh, I have not got the chance to catch this yet, but I also did see a thing where uh, Dominique Thorne, uh, who's going to play Ironheart, said that the the suit that they used in that was practical. And personally, I think that'd be a nice touch from the massive CGI bonanza that is, uh, you know, Marvel movies currently. Well, yeah, you're a horror fan, Denny. So, yeah, of course, practical is always great. Yeah, oh, I, I think I prefer uh, a good looking practical effect to the most outstanding CGI effects usually. But uh, sp- speaking of horror, actually, the uh, Bones and All, are you familiar with this at all? Uh, yeah, uh, I believe it's about cannibals and yeah. it's... Timothée Chalamet Tigeray. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is a part of it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they had a red carpet event in Milan, uh, which was shut down due to a large crowd of Timothy Timothée Chalamet fans, uh, which caused like a, a, a concern for security risk. And uh, man, I just, I think that's hilarious that you just, you got this, why is it always like really effeminate looking uh, young dudes that have, have this like boy band fame? You know what I mean? Well, Danny, it's gotta, it's gotta Danny, be the that's job. how I've gotten by in life. Has that done uh, it for you? By looking like a 12 year old kid and being 36. It's gotta be that that's jawline. That's how I got my wife. Yeah, it's gotta be that jawline. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's the, it's the slender and then, I mean, they look past my big nose, but yeah, Timothy Chalamet, uh, Tiger A, I would say... Uh, I mean, I'm not gay, but I put my dick in his you'd, mouth. You'd hit it. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Video game, video game movie news. Uh, looks like we're going to get David Harbour to star in a Gran Turismo adaptation. I, no, I, this is the only thing that fucking pisses me off. Yeah. I think this, this is, is hol- this is hilarious to me. Like you could take any movie about fast cars and just go, actually it's Gran Turismo. Uh, like, yeah, have you, I, are you a, are you a, are you a Gran Turismo guy? I played like one, maybe 20 something years ago. I am not. Uh, I, I played the equivalent of Xbox and I switched over to PlayStation, uh, recently. Uh, the only thing I can say about it is that I know that guys get super hard for shit like that. And I'm, it's cool. I, I love cars, but that much. I'm just not a car. And David I'm, Harbor. I'm not a car guy. I do like David Harbor. Uh, I really like David Harbor. I oh, actually, yeah. I'm probably one of the few people that was like, I thought his Hellboy was quite good. the The movie wasn't very good, but he was very good in it. 
Oh yeah, uh, totally. Like, like him in Stranger Things. A couple of other things I've seen him in. He was in. Um, I think he's a good actor. Oh, he just has a terrible God. agent. He's in that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal where he's like a cop, and it's uh, most of it's like him shooting it for a film class. Uh, oh yeah. Um, God, what is the name of that movie? Fuck. We even covered it on the podcast, and I cannot remember the name of it. Anyway, somebody will, somebody will email me at it's just a movies at gmail.com to remind me of a show that I did. Yeah, but uh, it looks like it's set to be directed by Neil Blomkamp, who's done a lot of stuff, uh, more notably to me at least. Which uh, is insane, Yeah, Danny. He, he did Chappie and District 9, uh, which I maintain are both pretty good movies. Did, well, District 9 is a fucking goldmine. It's amazing. And then we're going to go to no... Like aliens whatsoever, we're gonna go to no just... Gran Turismo. <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a weird combo. Uh, I I'm kind of a, I don't know. I guess I'll dip in on this just to kind of see what the fuck it is. But I I can't imagine it being more than just like a, a Ford versus Ferrari type situation. Yeah. No, uh, I'll watch it on Hulu the, uh, or HBO <laughs> Max. But, right. Uh, I'm not going to the theater I don't for know. this. No, because I love Neil Blomkamp, and the last the last thing that I think about uh, that he wanted to direct was a new Alien movie. Uh, yep, like Alien franchise. Uh, so I'm like, it's fuck? weird they what, didn't give it. Why to would him. you do Gran Turismo? It's weird they didn't like, give it to him too, what? because like, I, like I liked uh, Prometheus, and um, what was the subsequent one called? Um, I love both of them. Uh, Pr- Prometheus and it's like the name of the other one. I yeah. don't remember though. Whatever. I like, uh, I liked I'm both of those. Right now. They got absolutely fucking destroyed by critics, but I, I they found them to be shit on. Yeah. I'm I, like, I found man. them to be quite entertaining myself. Um, here we go. Here's some, some very exciting news for me. I don't know how anybody else feels about this. Uh, quasi a hunchback of Notre Dame <laughs> satire is set to debut in April Which- of 2023. So this is going to come out on streaming platforms like Hulu. So it's like Disney, Disney platforms. Yeah. Uh, there isn't much known about the film, but the log line states quasi is the story of a hapless hunchback who only yearns for love, but finds himself in the middle of a murderous feud between the Pope and the King of France. When each of them ask the hunchback to kill the other. Now that sounds fun, but here's the part that makes this fucking awesome. Uh, it's being directed and written by Kevin Hefferman alongside the other boys from the Broken Lizards Comedy Club, Steve Lemmy, <laughs> Jay Chan, Jay Chan Racecar, Paul Stoder, and Eric Stolhansky, who will also play along, uh, play alongside Adrian Palacki. Uh, this sounds like a fucking blast to me. Danny, whenever you sent that fucking email and I read that one little paragraph, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? How does... how do all of these things like match up for a for a hunchback of notre dame thing insane display of fucking bonkers ass shit you you put the broken lizard guys on disney i love it and and it's also made it about quasimodo what the I, I love this because we just covered on it's just two movies like i don't know a couple of weeks ago we talked about club dread and we were yeah. talking about the guys from Broken Lizards Comedy Club and how it's like, you know, it's kind of a shame they haven't like done anything new in yeah. quite a I while agree. since Super Troopers 2. God, when did that come out? Ten years ago? And it was yeah. just it was just okay, you know. It it was it was, it was like a, a reiteration of uh, all the jokes. 
Yeah, yeah, they, they I, I get why they would be Recycling. like, we should make another one of those, because obviously I'm sure it made them money. Uh, however, yeah. it, it wasn't, it didn't have the heart that the first one had. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. But I think these guys are fucking hilarious, and I cannot wait to see, like, I'm counting the days. Uh, April, April I 2023. They, I think that they are too. It's just so bizarre, like, that... This would be a fucking thing. I didn't think we were going to talk about uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame ever again. And yet we have <laughs> these vulgar ass motherfuckers doing oh, a Disney. I love food. it. I wonder who's going to play Quasimodo who for your money. Who do you think? Who do you think fits the bill? Well, I mean, I, I would imagine it's fucking uh, I bet what's it's, his fucking name from. I bet, I bet it's yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be it's Kevin gotta Hefferman. Be. Either that or uh, fucking uh, who was the Rhino in the Spider-Man film? Oh God, uh, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would actually that would work really well. I think that's got to be the weirdest role he's ever done in his career. Well, I mean, right? It's his comeback, right? Well, we, either that or we're in the Renaissance of Nick Cage. Pa- well, playing Quasimodo. Ah, uh, that, that'd, that'd be cool. I think it's going to be one of the, th- this article that I read reads to me like the guys from Broken Lizards are going to be in the movie. So I'm assuming one of them is going to be the King of France. One of them is going to be the Pope. One of them is going to be Quasimodo. And then I'm assuming well, you're going to get, Farbo. you're, you're going to get Adrian Palacki. Uh, she's probably going to be the uh, Esmeralda type. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Which can work out. She's also very funny. Uh, I don't know if you've ever caught her in the yeah. Orville. Yep. Yeah, it's, sure uh, it's, I don't know, it was kind of geared as like a funny Star Trek, but to me, it doesn't read all that funny. It's just kind of like a reiteration of Star Trek with some comedy, uh, which yeah, is his fine. version yeah, of it. Yeah. I, I watched like two seasons of it. It's, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I, I just, man, oh God, I bet he's got a gun in it. You know what I mean? There's one where he's like, yeah. he's shooting the king and firing a gun at God or whatever. And he's like, I like the idea that Farva would be in a hunchback suit because what better demographic than a hunchback group of people that you're like welcoming in. Oh, that reads, Uh, that reads as instant comedy to me. Like just him in the suit has got to be hilarious. Well, I mean, and, and not only that, we talked about, uh, small people dwarves yeah. uh, uh fucking whatever on the last episode and i think it's you know i mean it's time for the hunchbacks yeah yeah i, th- I think so uh <laughs> so speaking of bringing back uh bringing back old things that were successful back in the day like broken lizards uh half baked is getting a sequel how I, why right what, this what, what's the half baked came out i was like i don't know 10 12 i, I remember being very very young when i watched half baked and me being like, you know what? I'm going to smoke pot someday. <laughs> uh, but it's such a weird, such a, a weird film for me to have seen at that age. And like now yeah, it's getting a sequel. Uh, it's just weird. But they also got um, they also got Rachel True uh, reprising her role as Mary Jane. So the rest of it looks like it's probably all new cast. Uh, Dexter Darden, Moses Storm, Ramona Young, Ash Stamos, Joel Courtney. And David, I just, David, I Kishner. don't, under, I don't understand any, I, I mean, we are in such a time period of not having original anything rinse, recycle, repeat that I just, come on, man. Like, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's probably, it's fine. Go, I feel like it's probably going to be trash, 
but I will still watch it just because I'm curious why they waited 20 something years for a sequel to this. But at the same time, Bill and Ted did a really good job. So Bill and Ted fucking nailed it, man. Bill yeah. and Ted fucking nailed I it. Mean, they, they nailed the comeback. Maybe we were wrong. Yeah. it could, And that's why I'm saying like, it could be great, but man, I just, uh, I don't, I don't think real so. estate there that you could. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a lot of real estate that you could actually there are a, like be creative. Yeah, there, weird thing there uh, are for a, movies like be artistic. Yeah, that's strange. There are a million places where this could go wrong. A half baked sequel. Yeah, a million. Uh, maybe not though. Maybe not. Um, but uh, you know, speaking of sequels, uh, Constantine Two director Francis Lawrence reveals that Keanu is finally getting back in the saddle to reprise his role as John Constantine. Any thoughts on that? All right. So, yeah, tons of thoughts. Keanu Reeves is, uh, I don't believe in Jesus, but I do believe that Keanu Reeves is uh, fucking legit, and he actually cares about the projects he's a part of. Um, Constantine number one. I know this motherfucker from the comic books is blonde, but John Constantine is... Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about anybody else. Like the idea, like that's a See, that's a sleeper for a lot of people. I, I love that film. I wouldn't care. I, I wouldn't care to see them rehash him as a blonde British guy, but Keanu fucking yeah. nailed what it means to like personify uh, John Constantine in the first one. The only part that I really had a problem with was was fucking um I didn't really care for Shia LaBeouf as his like hapless sidekick. Oh fuck him! I just I just yeah, didn't. I, I was like, why that. is this guy? G- give me give me less of this. I guess it's because he needs somebody well, to pull the car around. Well, and but, I I think what they tried to do is bring popularity to it because I think Keanu around Reeves, that time, uh, Shia, Stevens was coming out. Oh yeah, Shia LaBeouf was hot right then, and yeah, jo- and yeah, Keanu yeah. Reeves was kind of like eh, Keanu Reeves. Eh. But now that we're yeah. in the the Reeves naissance. It just he's a gold, he's a gold mine by himself. I just hope they don't bring back a weird like he doesn't need a weird sidekick. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they will because that guy just beat a woman like two years ago. So oh, yeah, I'm sure they're I, not I gonna. Don't... I'm sure they're not gonna bring him back. But I just hope they don't bring <laughs> yeah. back that character of like, oh, he needs a little buddy. Oh, to, sure. He needs a little buddy to pal around with. I I don't think he does. I think he can be fine yeah. on his own. Uh, here yeah, we go. For sure. I mean, um, that's John Constantine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, here's one I've got. This is some kind of weird news, but I did I did want to mention this because it is uh, movie adjacent. Melran Karimi Nasiri, uh, the man who inspired Steven Spielberg's The Terminal, dies in an airport. Uh, while he wasn't technically waiting on a flight, he was caught in a weird no man's land with this issue with his refugee papers. Uh, he was actually in the middle of a 34-year layover. Uh, despite a couple of trips to the hospital and some shelters, Nasiri remained in Terminal 1 since uh, since that had become his home at the uh, Paris Charles de Gaulle airport. The fucking crazy yeah. story. And it is a movie I oddly have never seen. It's been on my list for a really long time. And I'm like, one day I'll be in the mood for Tom Hanks. And this is what I'm going to watch. And it just... Well, it just hasn't ever happened. Yeah, and well, I'm, I'm now I think I'm going to bump this up my list after reading about this guy. Because I didn't yeah. know it was based on true events. Or if it was, well, seen it. I guess uh, I, I assumed and, that it was just like a guy that was stuck in an airport for a week. But no, 34 yeah. years. And, I, and I've seen it. And uh, 
I mean, it definitely like lived up to that in the the film itself, and also made you think like, oh shit, this motherfucker is in a terminal for however long. Why wouldn't? And I did, think we've all felt did, like at a certain point, like being stuck there. Suck it know. to be suck it to just live for thirty four years inside an airport. Uh, but from the things that I have seen from the movie The Terminal, he seems like he was kind of a happy-go-lucky guy. Uh, hopefully that's actually the case. Because, um, man, how, well, I mean, how else would you approach... That man was placed as Tom Hanks, of course. Uh, right. He was a well, happy-go-lucky guy. Right. Uh, but, man, what a... what a, what, I guess have to, you would have to kind of have a sunny disposition to be like, well, I'm stuck in this airport uh, indefinitely, so that sucks. What you yeah, know, you have I to have would, a sense of humor about it at I, some point. Yeah, I, I I think honestly, what I would turn it into is much different than what he did, because he was like banging on uh, you know, a piano. Wait a second, that's big. Uh, <laughs> that is no. big. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow. What a depressing story. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, on to less depressing stuff. Uh, Gears of War is getting a live-action Netflix film alongside uh, alongside with an animated adult series. Uh, the original creator, I think this is funny, uh, the original creator, Cliff Belzinski, uh, hilariously requests that it not star Chris Pratt. Uh, <laughs> Dave Good. Ba- Dave Good. Batista has put himself out as wanting to be in the live-action film. Uh, I, I don't... I don't know that you can make a Gears of War film. I, I think you're kind of setting yourself up to fail as far as the fan service goes, unless you stick one-to-one to the to the game. And if you do that, then people will go it and go, yeah, I feel like I've already seen it because I already played the game and it was the exact same thing. Me, as a guy who's never played a Gears <laughs> of War game all the way through, I'm excited for it because I know it's a cool story. I just, it's not really my type of game. So I, I never finished yeah, one. Not my... Not mine either. Sounds cool. Uh, uh, Dave, I think Dave Batista certainly has the build of a space marine. Like I would buy him as a as a Gears of War guy for sure. Yeah, I think you fail if you don't hire Dave Batista uh, to the film. You just need some big. Because, you just need some big yoked motherfuckers and also good actors. Yeah. Uh, uh, the other thing that I would say, the only thing I would add to this is Ron Perlman needs to be like the main fucking badass that oh, gets cool. killed off right off the bat. I like some Ron Perlman. Uh, yeah, I I love Gears of War in the sense that it's a lot of fun to see people get chopped up. I don't know if it's movie worthy. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be on hey. Netflix, so everybody knows Netflix is yeah. free. Uh, so I'll watch it anyway. Uh, we are running a little tight on time. I had some extra stuff here, but I've got one more item I'd like to talk about. Um, uh, John Wick Chapter Four. Shitload of news about oh, this. Thank God. Um, I, I I I breeze through a bunch of it. Um, so there's another badass dog in this one. Evidently, uh, we I, we did get a trailer. Uh, looks like you're pretty much uh, standard John Wick fanfare. Uh, also see a portion of this inside the the Louvre Museum in Paris, which is cool to me. Uh, I, I don't know. After watching the trailer, I mean, uh, you know, there's weird coins and he's, he's shooting somebody in a car and he's shooting somebody on horseback and he's shooting somebody in a hallway. Uh, I, I don't, it looks pretty standard. I'll still watch it. Uh, I, although I don't have high expectations for it. It's just kind of a, let's watch Keanu Reeves headshot a dude 35 times. Yeah. I, so the, the one thing I would combat that with is I feel like John Wick is basically our, 
like our generation's version of uh lethal weapon. Yeah, um, yeah, I would say I would say that or like a Rambo. And I gotta be honest, man. I know people get super fucking tired of John Wick and bitch about the fucking sequels and everything else. I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, I'm fucking I, ready. That's because cool. yeah. I think Keanu Reeves is one of the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. Oh yeah. So without question, he is a super cool dude. And the fight choreography and stuff in these, it's great. I like. There is no yeah. way to undercut yeah. it. It just like from one to three not a lot of actual story to it. Yeah. It's just a lot of senseless yeah. violence, which I'm fine with. There's a time and a place for it. And f- if that's what you want, these are amazing. Uh, but there's a bunch of weird yeah. coins and like everybody in Paris is an assassin probably. Uh, yeah. You know, that's I like it. The idea. I like the idea that there's a whole story that we don't know about that. They're giving us glimpses of this one. Uh, seems like it's going to be the first one. That's actually story rich. I, I got one yeah. more. I got one more thing here, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, it was a relatively light week for news, so let's take a look at some November theatrical releases real quick. These are listed in order of release. Uh, you've got Poker Face, which is an action crime thriller starring Russell Crowe. The Menu, comedy horror thriller. Mm, the Menu, comedy th- comedy horror thriller featuring Ralph Fiennes. Uh, she said drama featuring Carrie Mulligan. Taurus biography with Megan Fox. I have no fucking idea what that's about. Uh, the Inspection, a drama featuring Jeremy Pope, The Fableman's Tale, uh, or actually I think it's just The Fableman's, a uh, drama with Michelle Williams, that one's directed by um, uh, Steven Spielberg. Uh, Bones and All, drama horror romance featuring Timothy Chalamet, uh, Devotion, action war drama featuring Glenn Powell, Strange World, an animation action adventure featuring Jake Gyllenhaal, I've not heard anything about that. Uh, yeah, in, I have not either. An Inconvenient Love, a uh, comedy romance starring Donnie Pangillion, Pangillion, Pangillion. Sounds like Best a guess. good time that, yeah, I can come all over that movie seat. And uh, Blackwater, which is a drama, drama <laughs> mystery. Uh, I didn't find anybody attached to that. And honestly, I thought that was already a movie. I, I thought Blackwater was already a movie. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure what that's about. Well, I about. thought that... Uh, Blackwater is about like people just pissing it in water. So yeah, it could, could be, um, yeah. I don't know. Is there any, anything on that list that really jumps out at you? All right. Timothy Chalamet, Tiger A. Yeah. I'm, I'm wanting to see bones and all girl that sounds like a good time. Bones and all I did not realize came out this, this month. The one thing I would tell you that you missed is, uh, knives out glass onion. Well, these, uh, that the- I'm going to see on, yeah, these are stri- these are strictly theatrical. I mean, Knives Out Glass okay. o- uh, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery gonna, is going to get a brief theatrical release. Actually, now that you mention that, yeah, I'm not sure I'm why see it, it wasn't on, uh, on this Thanksgiving. List. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's because it's going to have like five days in theaters, and then it's going to go straight to streaming. Maybe yeah, that's why it's not on yeah. here. And it makes um, sense. But yeah, uh, bones that- and all though, like. Ugh. I cannot wait. Yeah, that and uh, I'm looking for wait. I'm look I'm looking forward to the Fablemans also. Uh I, I love a good Spielberg joint. You know, he's a he's a master of the craft. Um so but, the uh, he is, but I, I just biopics. I just don't I don't know. Is it a biopic? I don't know about bi I mean it seems like he's talking about his life. Oh ho, ho, ho. Hmm. yeah, stroking himself off a little much, I think. Um but yeah, yeah. I mean I I just not a biopic guy. 
That's going to do it for us this week. Uh, please do check out the parent podcast. It's just two movies anywhere fine podcasts are found. Uh, I have been Daniel King. And I have been a inside out asshole reiterating certain things that humans do. A prolapse uh, is very good. Um, uh, not Darb the Unpleasant. And uh, I love you guys. All right. And that has been the news. Good evening. That's just grossly inappropriate. Bullcrap! A saucy line will not get you far with me. He's not the best He's a very naughty boy! Stop being such a dick. No, no, it, it, it's not schizophrenia. It's just a voice in my head. Your love of the halfling's leap has clearly slowed your mind. Good speech. Nice and short. Please, more time for drinking. <laughs> Break out the ale! These men are Hollywood Thumb is brought to you by It's Just Two Movies and is a production of Blue Cheese and Bacon Studios. Both can be found wherever you get your podcasts.